Welcome to the Tapping Into podcast with Sarah Tobin. That's me. I've created this podcast to help you discover and tap into spiritual, alternative and natural practices that could really change your life. I've been on a spiritual journey my whole life and I'm now an EFT or tapping practitioner. In this podcast, I have honest conversations on topics that I hope will deepen your soul connection, allow you to reclaim your power and confidence know that you're not alone and feel inspired to find out more. I really hope this helps you on your journey. In today's episode, I chat with my friend Kelly Day. Kelly came to see me a couple of years ago for a session and she lives down the road from me and she joined my soul circle and over time we've become friends and I've watched her bloom and it's kind of interesting that she now has a business called bloom healing she's an emotion code practitioner and you may not have heard of that i hadn't heard of emotion code until i met kelly um it's something she discovered on her healing journey after she was diagnosed with breast cancer she did many different things actually on that path and talks about them here today we talk about how emotions are often connected to dis-ease and illness in the body Um, She explains how emotion code works, what it is, how to do it, and also how brilliant it is for children. She describes six types of trapped emotions and the importance of releasing these emotions for our own health. Kelly and I both discussed the fact that we had traumatic events that led us down a alternative or natural healing path. It is our wish that you don't have to hit rock bottom you don't have to have a traumatic event that propels you down a healing journey. Perhaps you could start that now. Perhaps you could incorporate some of the things that we discuss in this podcast episode into your daily life, your daily routine, so that you don't get a big buildup of trapped emotions and your body can heal itself. Have a listen. I really hope you enjoy our chat and please check out Kelly after this all of her details are at the end of the episode as well and in the show notes take care hi kelly thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast you're welcome very excited to be here very excited to have you because you have worked uh using emotion code on me and the boys so we'll, we'll we will weave that into the story as we go but um to start with two very big questions what is emotion code and how did you find it? Yeah, so the Emotion Code is um, an energy healing technique which was created by somebody called Dr. Bradley Nelson. And it is um, a healing modality to, to help identify and release trapped emotions from the body. And trapped emotions are the negative emotional energies. So they're literally balls of energy, which they haven't been released or processed properly. So at points in our life, we might have felt like a a really intense emotion or an emotion which we have suppressed and stuffed away and not dealt with. But when this happens, uh, these these negative energies, these emotions can become stuck anywhere in the body. And then they can start to have a physical or emotional effect on you. Um, So they can disrupt the body's innate ability to heal, which is the, the biggest one, really. And they can lower your immunity and create discomfort and illness in the body but as well as emotional symptoms such as anxiety even insomnia and things like that so by releasing these trapped emotions we can make the the conditions in the body balanced to heal 
Um, wow. So, you know, obviously the body can, it's got everything it needs to heal on by all by itself. It's, you know, it's designed to heal, but sometimes we just need to give it a little bit of help to uh, just make the conditions right for the body. What is emotion itself? Emotions are, they're vibrations, they're, diff- they're frequencies, they're, they, they come from the organs in our body and, you know, everything is energy and emotions are energy themselves. They have their own frequency, you know, anger will have a different frequency to happiness and joy and you can almost visualise that when you think of yeah. what anger would look like and what happiness happiness would look like you could kind of imagine the different energy waves you know what that would look like and and then how they're gonna impact us if they get trapped within the body obviously we feel a variety of emotions all the time and most of the time we process them and we release them fine but then there are certain times where uh, like I mentioned we may just not deal with them we might suppress them and stuff them away or it just may be a very overwhelming emotion and yeah and that's when these trapped emotions can occur and I imagine if you're quite young you probably don't know how to process and deal with it and release emotions yeah well I think young children are actually really good at processing emotions oh. without even realizing it because they just you know especially under the age of I don't know I'd say like five you know where you have a toddler who feels really angry or frustrated and they just let it rip and they yeah kind of have a, a bit of a tantrum and let it out and then and then they need a hug and then it kind of is it's that process it's a really natural process of just feeling their emotions and then and then they process and release them but as we get old uh, we don't kind of want to show that emotion sometimes that negative emotion yeah. in front of people so we end up kind of trying to hide it a little bit or not feel it and really that kind of thing so as we get older we become more likely to suppress our emotions okay okay emotions. so younger children are um, actually quite good at it yeah they are actually <laughs> quite good it's just that we learn as we get older to um to not express ourselves like mm. we that's so interesting isn't it and I presume I presume a lot of kind of conditioning there like societal conditioning and even parental conditioning mm. forces them or subconsciously stops them from vocalizing how they're feeling yeah absolutely I, I think yeah that's the key and 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 especially up to the age of seven um you know this is when our core beliefs and and our way of the world is is formed yeah and so yeah definitely up to that age we're really open to to interpretation of, of yeah from our parents from our caregivers from anybody that's looking after us and that's where we learn about about the world and how to deal with our emotions so, yeah, so providing, I suppose, a safe space to to allow your kids to express themselves up up to that age and beyond is the best um, training, I suppose, you can give them in terms of tuning in to themselves, listening to their gut instincts and just being able to release. Would that be right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's mm. so important. And I, I wish it was taught in schools because yeah. it's so important to understand emotions and there's there's ways that we can help children learn about this I think visualization is great with kids um you know visualizing how the emotion feels in their body like thinking about where it is in their body uh, what, what give it a color um they could draw their emotion you know if they're feeling really frustrated they might want to draw it or obviously this is positive emotions we don't 
have a problem with positive, of course, positive emotions are, are just, um, they don't become trapped like that because they're a different kind of frequency. But yeah, certainly negative emotions, it would be great if we could teach children how to how to learn more about this and just understand yeah. and how to regulate their own emotions. And that really feeling is perfectly fine. And the way yeah. you process your emotions and not and, and them down. As an adult, say, who hasn't learnt that it's safe to process their emotion, what is the best way to release your emotion? Is it to feel? Yeah, I think there's a few different ways, really. Um, to really feel uh, that emotion is, yeah, is the best way um, so that we're not, you know, it's not getting stuck in our body. Movement is yes, yeah. for shifting emotions, you know, that's it's um, one of the best ways and there's lots of different different techniques that you can use in that way I mean you can just it could just be exercise or it could be dance yoga um, shaking your body that kind of thing um, and then of course things like tapping is great mm. for you know releasing your emotions as well um, yeah but yeah really it's understanding that we, we just need to feel more and not um, stuff them away yes and, you know, you and I have talked a lot about ancestral trauma before, uh, as well in the past. And like that's the suppression and the hiding of feelings and not talking about events and things is, is really what gets passed down through the generations. So you're not really just releasing emotion is not just going to help you. It's going to help, you know, quite a lot of people around you up and down the generation line. Yeah, this is something I've just learned more of. And it's so interesting how, um, yeah, like you said, the ancestral link and actually one of the most surprising things that's come up from learning about this work is the inherited trapped emotions. Just things mm. that come up from me, like so that I've inherited from my ancestors. And then when I've been working with my children and then I see trapped emotions that have come up in them that they've inherited from myself right. uh, and beyond. And then... And then I see that when we do this healing work, it has such a knock-on effect of, um, you know, in the family, sometimes I can release a trapped emotion and then a relative can feel those, the effects of the release. And this healing work, it just ripples out to, to everything, you know, so many Amazing. people in the family. It's really interesting. Sometimes I think, you know, that space and time just doesn't exist the way we think it does. And, and we can have that impact on the our future generations even though they're not even born yet or they or they or they might already be born you know it's kind of like space and time just doesn't exist it's an it, almost an instant release yeah yeah completely agree there mm. yeah it's fascinating yeah. going back to then how did you find emotion code as a therapy for yourself yeah so i found it on my own healing journey about two and a half just over two and a half years ago i was actually diagnosed with breast cancer and I went down lots of different ways to help myself at that moment in time. I was lucky enough, actually, I was diagnosed on a Friday and on the Monday I went to see a healer. And this was just somebody that I'd, I'd heard about already. I'd kind of had her on my radar, but I didn't really know much about her or what she did. Um, but as soon as I kind of found out that I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I went to see her. And she just put me on the right path to healing myself, really. She did some energy healing work with me, which is called bioenergy healing. So it's kind of a bit like a Reiki. 
And she just kind of made me realize that emotions have a huge part to play in disease. And, um, and that kind of set me on the path of learning more about it. And so I just became so interested in the, the subjects. I didn't really think of myself as somebody who had any emotional baggage, particularly. I'd never mm-hmm. really thought of myself as sort of having a hard life or big traumas or anything. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised yeah. that in a way that I had got breast cancer and that she was telling me there was an emotional link there. But the more I thought about it and the more I looked into it and, and kind of looked back on my life, the more I realised that there was a huge emotional link there and that there were things I had I wouldn't say done to cause the breast cancer because obviously it was completely unconscious but um that that there was just a big emotional link to how I'd been in my life and then having the breast cancer um so yeah I started kind of writing down looking back at things that I had experienced in my life and how I had been as a person and then before I actually heard about the emotion code, I was just going through that process, journaling quite a lot, writing stuff down, revisiting things in my past and kind of almost trying to release them energetically myself. I was kind of just going back into that um, moment and just kind of just trying to release them. I was kind of breathing into them and saying, I'm going to release that and I'm going to, yeah, I was kind of doing that work. Yeah, that was just a kind of instinctual thing, really, that I started doing from um, learning about the connection with the emotions and disease and illness. Um, And then I just discovered the emotion code through um, watching a movie called Emotion, which uh, I found on Gaia TV. So I don't know if you know Gaia TV, but it's full of like interesting documentaries about health and wellness. And Dr. Bradley Nelson was on this movie called Emotion, talking about the emotion code. And it was just, this movie was just all about how emotions affect our health and how actually it's the biggest cause of illness and disease. And, um, and so, yeah, I bought the book and I read it and I started practicing it on myself. And just, I just thought it was amazing. It was like a way of knowing, like a way of tapping into the subconscious mind and knowing uh, what emotion it was that was causing some issues for yourself. And by using that technique, I then, I actually released back pain that I'd had for a long time, you know, by just connecting what it was that had caused some back pain and then just releasing it. And, and honestly, I haven't had the back pain since it's been amazing. Wow. Um, And just like, it's like you, um, it's like you were searching for something to do with releasing emotions and all of a sudden it just appeared for you. It did. Yeah. (laughs) And actually everything on that healing journey that I've been through it like just appeared on my path it was like it was just all yeah it was a huge awakening for me a huge awakening there were lots of other things that I was doing alongside this and before I discovered the emotion code as well you know I, I went to see an Ayurvedic doctor who literally just kind of almost appeared to me as well um, and I made lots of changes um, in that way to my, my diet that I we're more um suited to my own body yeah and and just yeah exactly things just kept sort of coming to me it was just like it was yeah like I was on the right path to doing this work Um, and then when I discovered the emotion code and started doing it myself I just felt like this is amazing it's a way that I could actually help other people realize that emotions are causing them some either physical or emotional distress and we can do something about it I think when you consciously try and change things, so when you're when you consciously try and change a belief or you consciously try and release an emotion, 
it's really hard when you tap into the subconscious mind, which knows everything about you. The, the answer's there instantly. You, you know, it comes from yeah. your subconscious mind is our own personal computer. It yes. all the data about our life, uh, good and bad. It knows everything and it knows what's good for you. So amazing. I um, <laughs> I listened to Bruce Lipton and I think you probably tuned into him as well. Yeah. He's a cellular biologist and he says that the subconscious has 95% of the brain power and the conscious has 5% of the brain power. That's why techniques like tapping and the motion code and various other um, modalities like meditation and stuff all work within the subconscious and they have to work like they almost have to get in there to do the work because the conscious has almost no hope of going up against 95% brain power it'll never shift on its own so the work has to be done in the back end doesn't it yeah exactly yeah it's it's amazing when you think about it isn't it and then we Mm. try and use our our mind consciously to make changes in our life and and wonder why that's difficult yeah Um, with all these blocks that appear yeah 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 amazing so we've talked about kind of what emotion code is and how it you um how it works to release emotions but can you tell me how it works and how you use kinesiology to identify the trapped emotions like how and, and what you do in a session so talk to me about that yeah so i use muscle testing which is also like kinesiology kinesiology is usually um, little samples of things and muscle oh, okay same yeah the same way so i use muscle testing to identify the trapped emotions that need to come up and and then i release them but so the muscle testing i'll just explain what that is first yeah so everything is energy everything in the world is energy and we are energy and we know this because we are made of atoms and when you at a microscopic atom when you zoom down to it uh, an atom is actually made of 99% empty space it's made of spinning vortices which are energy so we are energy we're not just you know we think we feel that we're physical beings but we're actually energetic beings everything in the world is energy we have an energetic field and so muscle testing is a way of tapping into the subconscious to get yes or no answers from our subconscious and the way it works is because energy is running through our body and it's running through our muscles when um, our muscles stay strong that gives us a yes answer because our subconscious knows that something is um, is good for us and positive for us so it stays strong and when um, the muscle weakens that gives us a no answer and that's because our subconscious mind knows that that is something that is not good for us or it is a no answer so muscle testing works in that way. It's a direct link to the subconscious and we can all do it ourselves. Yeah, there are various techniques to do muscle testing. So one of them is called the sway test where you stand still with your arms down by your side and you can ask yourself the question and it's always just a yes or a no answer. The subconscious mind isn't going to answer you in sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, if it's a yes answer, you will sway forwards and if it's a no answer, you will sway backwards. So you can try that yourself. And the way I do it is called the ring on ring, ma- ring on ring method. So I put my forefinger and my thumb together and I link it with the other one on the other hand and I test there. And if that stays, if, if it stays strong when I'm pulling away, that's a yes answer. And if it weakens and breaks, it's a no answer. So there are lots of different ways of doing it. And if I was doing it in person with somebody um, like they do in kinesiology, you can push down on somebody's forearm so they would 
they would put their arm out straight and you would push down on their arm. And if it stayed strong, it would be a yes. And if it weakened, it would be a no. Um, and it's really, really effective of getting direct answers from the subconscious mind. It sounds incredible alone, like just the, the muscle testing, the, the fact that we have all these answers within us that we can actually access in this way through a signal from the subconscious. Like that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it is, and so easy. And, I, and when mm. I learned it, I thought, wow, why did I not know this before? And it's yeah. that I've taught my children and I, love, I just think it's, yeah, amazing. So I'd actually learned muscle testing from the healer that I went to see after I was diagnosed with breast cancer I went to see her and what was one of the first things she taught me was wow. to you know strengthen your intuition to get answers from your subconscious mind and so yeah I was doing muscle testing on on foods I was doing muscle testing on you know decisions that I had to make to to find you know just to, to, to tune into my intuition wow. and I was doing it a lot and practicing a lot before I did the emotion code so yeah, it's definitely something that um, everybody can try and do. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just so easy as well. And the other, with muscle testing, um, because we're all energy, so this is the way that I do it in the emotion code, I can not only test myself, I can actually energetically connect to somebody else. And this is what I do in my sessions. So we're energy and we can actually connect to somebody, even though they're not in front of me, even though they're in another country, if I have that intention to connect energetically to somebody, I can. And then I can say, can I act on their behalf for this session? And so at that point, I will be muscle testing myself. But actually, I will be getting answers from their subconscious coming up. So that's how I work with a, with a session, which seems kind of magic, but it <laughs> works. Um, so is, it, is their subconscious giving you permission to work on its behalf? Yes. Yeah, I have to do it with permission. I would never do uh, Yeah a session yeah. where I hadn't asked somebody yeah so it's it's their subconscious has given me permission and um and then yeah and I can literally connect to somebody's subconscious and then any questions that I ask from then on until I've made that disconnection are coming from them and so that's how the whole session works I then identify a trapped emotion that needs to come up for release that their subconscious has guided me to and then I release it and the way I release it is by swiping the governor meridian three times with a magnet so the governor is that, is that <laughs> it also sounds mad doesn't it yeah so the governor meridian is the one of you know it's a meridian in the body we have lots it's the one that goes from the top of head all the way down to the, the you know, all the way down the spine and it's connected to all the meridians in the body so by having the intention to release this emotion which is again an intention is a is again a, a frequency and a vibration by setting the intention to release the emotion and by swiping over the governor meridian with the intention to release it, it releases. I use a magnet because if you think about what a magnet is, it's a, an energetic force. And so it, it kind of just amplifies the intention of release. But it could be done just with your hand because we are energy and your hand is energy. So we can also do it just with your hand as well. But I know oh, wow. a magnet just for extra power extra power <laughs> yeah so yeah it does sound bizarre and I'm well aware of that but, but I, I you know when I've done it myself and I see the results and I've done it with so many people now and I just see results and I see things that come up that I would never know about them and they're quite surprised sometimes the, the things that come up and the ages that come up that are usually quite spot on for people 
and I don't like, know that information. It's just I'm tapping into their subconscious mind, and the subconscious is giving me those answers. So I know it is incredible, and I, I found that too when you have looked at Casper and Josh, and there was one in particular, and I suppose because in a way you knew me, you were able to direct me towards the event that this occurred, but the so with Josh you identified that there was uncried tears so that he had he had blocked away some tears from an event three months ago at that time and I was like oh my god what was that and I couldn't remember and then you because you knew me you suggested it and was it the time that you and Casper had an accident in the playground and I was like oh my god yes because me and Casper had had that accident there was a lot of blood Josh went oh bless him he he really just circled us like an animal uh, for about an hour wouldn't come near either of us was very distressed and never really you know never broke down there was no tears or anything it was he was probably very confused and so you were able to just clear that from him that you know we would just have had no idea I would have had no idea that he would have he could have carried those tears on for his whole life from that incident you know and I have I have vowed to come see you once a year for the boys for like an annual clearing so that they have that opportunity to release what they have picked up along the way and inherited or absorbed and yeah i'm just so grateful that you you have this tool that you can do this it's amazing yeah that was really interesting wasn't it and um Mm. and yeah so if something comes up i am also able to say you know if somebody says oh was it related to this event i can then muscle test and and see whether it was or not so that's interesting as well that we can actually confirm verify yes amazing again kind of asking the subconscious but yeah this is something that is brilliant for children because you know like i said i don't actually have to see them or I normally offer Zoom or email emotion code sessions for people, but for children, I always just do the email sessions. Yeah. They want to be on Zoom looking at me doing that, it would be very boring for them mm-hmm. uh, and they wouldn't really understand, I don't think. But um, yeah, so it's something that's great for children because they're really receptive to it, seeing some amazing results from actually releasing some emotions from children. And like I said, can you share something like not, not my story, but can you share someone else's case study or an experience that you've had? recently yeah so well instantly something just comes to me about I just did some recent work on my daughter Delilah and it was about kind of schoolwork and frustration and all that kind of thing so I I, I did a session for her um so that was literally two days ago and I haven't got around to doing my other daughter yet and I can absolutely see the difference it's incredible like wow Delilah has been she was so loving yesterday and so grateful she kept saying thank you mummy for for um but helping me today and thank you mommy for like she was just another child it was amazing wow um and she uh just got up and did her work this morning without me even asking her and then I see all are struggling a bit today um because I need to do a session for her and I see her kind of she's kind of a bit frustrated and she's like Delilah was a few days ago I feel like I need to do a session for her to kind of clear some frustration and some yeah, some stuff that's been going on over the last year, you know, it's been testing for everybody, but, you know, particularly children who are not at school at the moment. It was just, I just found it incredible that it was, there was such an instant effect. And actually, I have had that experience with Casper. As soon as you do something, he has said, you know, out of the blue said, I love you or something like that. Like very, very um instant oh no what, what it was he he said it he slept he slept really well <laughs> we were really struggling yeah. with sleep and then you had the session with him and then 
he had an amazing sleep straight away and he went to bed all by himself and everything and I was just like wow this is amazing and I recently did a session for a baby actually a really young baby and the mother said he is like a different person well a different child like he um is able to be left on his own now and actually the emotions which I released from from the baby were birth emotions emotions from being born because I think um slightly traumatic and the pregnancy so we can absorb trapped emotions when our mother is pregnant with us and which come from our mother and yeah some inherited stuff so it's really interesting obviously the baby didn't really have many common trapped emotions um itself but all the emotions were it was already kind of born inherited and yeah yeah yeah. so like I I've talked about this before but you know we think we're born as a blank sheet of paper, but we are not at all. So yeah, this is this is really clever way of kind of getting everyone back on a kind of um an even keel, isn't it? Kind of getting back to that blank sheet of paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, there's six types of trapped emotions. Um, you have the common trapped emotion, which is one that we have from our own experiences. But then there's absorbed, so we can absorb a trapped emotion from somebody else who's feeling a really strong energy at the time, and we can absorb that. So lots of children actually end up absorbing trapped emotions from their parents. When their parents don't even realise, they think they're hiding things from their children, they're not talking to them about what's going on, but their energy is sending out something different, so they can absorb the trapped emotion without even realising it. So that's a really big one that I see a lot in children. And then we have um, shared trapped emotions. So if you've gone through somebody, something with somebody else at the time, so you, you may have experienced like a car crash or something, and then you both have a shared energy or a shared trapped emotion, which is the same. So you can have that with different multiple people if you're all feeling the same thing at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, we have the inherited trapped emotion that we've mentioned, prenatal. So this is something that um, is felt by the mother when they're pregnant and then the baby absorbs this while they're in the womb so yeah I see that one come up quite a lot particularly in children and preconception trapped emotions so this one's interesting and it doesn't come up that often but it it does sometimes come up and and I have seen it come up in children so preconception trapped emotion is something that has it originated before you were conceived so everybody has different beliefs about that but I do believe in past lives and sometimes I have found trapped emotions preconception trapped emotions which have come up from hundreds of years ago so that is also interesting how we can actually sometimes be carrying things from our past lives um so yeah yeah really fascinating and that it can have a really big effect when we identify and all this baggage that we are carrying it's incredible isn't it like really understanding this and managing and releasing and 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 it's and it is a constant job by the sounds of it it's really really important for our health yeah it's so important for our health and and, and it really affects everybody around us mm. um, like I yes said, especially we... if you're with your sensitive children and you, you you've not yet on the healing path or the healing journey you know I suppose we don't know what is being shared within the family unit do we and I mean that's there's no one's fault and um god we we are just not educated in this this has not been something that we've learned about so of course we don't know all of these things this is so new isn't it and how how energy works and how our mind and and body and soul work together i mean how was anybody supposed to know these things you know 
No, I know. But I, I feel like it's coming up more. It's coming up mm. more for people to see and to understand. But yeah, still, like, yeah, it's it's just, it's incredible, really, that when you start doing the work, you, you can see the knock-on effect of, of everybody around you. Um, yeah, so it's not just, you're not just choosing to heal yourself, like you say. Yeah. But you're... You know, when I when you release an inherited trapped emotion, it actually releases from everybody that's connected to. So that's a really that's incredible. That, that. So if I found one in a child and it came from the a great grandparent, maybe then it could actually release from the child, the mother, the, the grandparent, and if the great grandparent was still alive, it could release that's from everybody. Amazing. Yeah, it's it really does have. Uh, and I've and I've been working with a family actually recently a big family and all the sisters have all been having the emotion co-sessions and with the mother and sometimes when I do a session with some with one of them they all feel like a processing symptom wow all kind of so they've all kind of messaged me afterwards saying yeah I felt something after you did the session on my sister or, wow. yeah. so it's just we're all so connected particularly obviously with our family but, um, yeah and this just goes back to the whole fact that we are one you know like we are all all connected on on some level like trees under the ground you know all their roots are connected and they're communicating with each other we are just the same thing aren't we this this conversation is reminding me of in ireland at the moment in the last few weeks there's been a report uh, about the irish mum and baby homes which has brought to light a torrent amount of abuse and trauma that has been felt by almost 50,000 people affected over the years and um, I'm just sensing there's a huge collective weight and uh, of emotion and so how do we go about I mean I'm not sure emotion code is the answer to this and, and certainly I've been tuning in and doing some meditation work on the collective energies but you know how do we release very heavy suppressed kind of uh, collective conscious emotions that's the right way to put it um, yeah so well, with the emotion code it's you know the, the work of this is actually connecting to an individual and yeah. so it's it's working with somebody on an individual level and then their work obviously ripples out like I mentioned mm. on a collective level I mean I, I do feel like working in groups is possible and it's something I want to look into more because I think you I should be able to tap into the energy of the group and it may be kind of more generic um, emotions. So maybe not everybody. Common has, themes. Yeah, yeah, exactly the yeah. same emotion at exactly the same time. But I do think that this is something I want to work on. So I feel like it's possible. So that, yeah, that may help. Although um, the energy may be quite strong when connecting to a large group. So mm. something that I need to work out myself. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> don't, you don't want to absorb anything from that. Either. Yeah, so, well... Yeah, and shielding is something that, um, you know, setting the intention to protect your own energy is something that I do every day before I do a session. You know, I do, I, sh I make sure that my energy is protected because obviously I'm working a lot mm. with negative energies. So that is something that, um, that I have to incorporate into my own work. But yeah, I, I don't know the answer, but I feel like yeah. it's kind of... I feel like there's something there. I mean, and maybe it is the power of collective intention like yeah. the more people that get together to decide to release a trauma like that or yeah. acknowledge the emotions and the suppression of of events and 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 behaviors and, and atrocities etc maybe that maybe that helps too yeah i think i think you're right i think group things do help and 
yeah like you say we're all connected and so mm. when we do large group healings we can we can tap into that energy and we can feel that um and it's often really powerful but the world is going through a huge huge like shift at the moment isn't it and i think things yeah. are coming up to be healed yeah it's exciting in a way but also difficult because we are then processing on the behalf of people who haven't been able to express that you know so potentially and we all have it within us these inherited traumas and so we are triggered as maybe by these things that come to light but I suppose to know that it's safe to release it on their behalf it's safe to release it on our behalf and it's much better released as we now know so what kind of instances or experiences would you use emotion code for so what what are people coming to you for People, people are coming to me for a variety of things, really. I've seen kind of relationship breakups, the death of a loved one, maybe a traumatic childhood, um, an illness. Um, a lot of people actually now come to me because they've got a physical symptom of some kind um, or even okay. an emotional symptom. They might be feeling really anxious uh, or depressed. And they, they just they don't know they're stuck in a, in a rut kind of thing. And they want to know whether the emotions are having playing a part in that. Yes, a, a whole variety of things, birth trauma, yeah, just lots of things. And sometimes people just want to, they're just interested and curious and they want to know what can be released from them. So sometimes yeah. don't even, haven't even really given it much thought. They're just like, oh, just can we just see what comes up? And then they'll say to me, oh, yeah, we went through this and, uh, and I went through <laughs> that. And, and they kind of have almost forgotten. I've had kind of quite a few people who've had car accidents in the past um and so we kind of release any trauma of that yeah anything and everything really. wow and i you know i think we all have trapped emotions i don't think there's anybody who will not have a trapped emotion mm. so it's something that is going to help everybody but if you can think of something that's happened in your past something you've experienced which you maybe don't think you've processed and that is a good place to start if you have got symptoms physical or emotional there's often a link to these trapped emotions you know like I said I had back pain for a long time and I I didn't really give it much thought about the emotional connection yeah. I just thought it was because I was tired and busy uh, like a, a busy mom and I didn't sit down enough I didn't maybe give myself enough self-care but actually it was emotional and as soon as I identified and released the emotional emotions it it went so so yeah, I, mean, I think it was a part of that. And is there any particular common traits that you find particularly maybe common emotions with mums that you've been releasing? Or is everybody yeah, so I different? I do think there is common with mums. I mean, obviously everybody has individual things that come up for them because it's, it's about their own life experiences. But a common trapped emotion that I see coming up a lot is overwhelm. Overwhelm anxiety they're two really big ones that that seem to be coming up a lot with mums and and it's no wonder really is it in our own in our modern world at the moment we are not even just at the moment you know yeah this year is something else but before yeah. even 2020 our lives are just so busy we're trying to juggle so much um, overwhelm is just something that I see a lot we're feeling this and then we're don't really have time to process these feelings because we're, we're busy we're trying to just run to the next thing run to the next thing and so how then are we going to have time to actually sit and sit with that feeling of overwhelm and, and anxiety how do we process that so and know. I think when we feel in that when we get to that point we don't know where to turn we don't know maybe the tools to use and it 
just all becomes very consuming. And I suppose when you're down the kind of path of anxiety, everything is adding to that. Uh, like it's kind of like a negative spiral, isn't it? You're kind of going down this this path that you feel is hard to get out of. Yeah. And, uh, and another thing is that when you have got a trapped emotion of, of anxiety, for example, any trapped emotion, so like I said before, uh, an emotion is a, is a vibration. And when that becomes lodged in your body, that, that stuck energy, uh, and it's sending out that vibration, you are kind of attracting more of that into your life. So, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it kind of makes sense if you feel like you've got a trapped emotion of anger, you know, if you know you've got trapped emotion of anger somewhere and that is vibrating out of you, it's kind of like sending out a signal and you're going to be more quick to anger and you're going to sort of feel that more because you're, you've got that vibration in you. So um, Yeah, and this goes back to kind of manifesting, like the, the key to manifestation is to um, feel how you want to feel, i.e. raising your vibration to attract the cool exciting wonderful new stuff or uh, a particular feeling of joy or love etc into your life isn't it so if you are stuck in the anger frustration vibration then you will be yeah, attracting that yes yeah yeah exactly and yeah like you say sometimes it's hard for people to know where to turn or, or how to help themselves um, and that's yeah that's kind of coming back to that consciously thinking about what to do and obviously there are things that you can consciously do like make time for yourself and put yourself first sometimes and you know keep your mm. energy topped up so that you're not getting depleted and you know you can't keep giving to everybody else you know this is particularly for mums you can't keep giving and providing for your family when you're you running out on yourself you know and you haven't got energy left for yourself so there are things that we can consciously do but definitely working with the subconscious mind is um is is a quick and good and effective way yeah of, um, of yeah and I particularly things. like um this technique because you don't have to do anything I mean it feels like it's yeah. like uh I mean as the the client you don't have to do anything you obviously do but it feels like a very nice and easy gentle way to release something yeah so I always you know yeah like you say you don't have to do anything because I I'm identifying it and releasing it on your behalf and then I tell mm. you what I've released um, and then you have that list to go through yourself so energetically it's been released from you and you don't need to do anything but I do think it's important to to look at what's been released and just to kind of identify a little bit with it mm. um, so that you know going forward maybe you don't trap so many emotions yourself you can understand what caused um, the trapped emotions in the first place maybe how you were acting at the time um, those kind of things and that going forward you might kind of be a little bit more aware of your emotional health and that actually, yeah yeah and that actually it can have an effect if they become trapped if you're not processing it so I do yeah I do encourage people to to kind of go through what's been released and that's good maybe do a little bit of meditation work on it too in, alongside it um, and then I always uh, kind of suggest tapping as a way of going forward as well so if somebody doesn't really you know isn't isn't very good at feeling their emotions um just naturally then i always suggest tapping to help them process and move emotions awesome it's really really effective do you know this this line of conversation has got me thinking about my own lack of self-reflection and before doing this work and doing eft and everything myself um 
I and I still probably have a very limited vocabulary about my emotions and I probably only use about five words to describe how I'm feeling which feels very childlike and even now that I'm an adult and before doing tapping I never never sat went and asked myself how am I feeling you know it was like the the idea of self-reflection and going inward just wasn't on my radar even though I'm sure it was presented to me in various ways I just didn't see it Um, and I'm sure that that's not uncommon with people that are you know living busy lives and that can include mums or prior to motherhood and and dads and things like that too you know we were just busy having fun and traveling and all the things we wanted to do before kids so um how do I'm just thinking like self-reflection actually is so important to to tune in and we do that with tapping too is just tuning into actually what is coming up what am I feeling where in the body is it um and and would you say that's like a good place to start for kind of from here today moving forward yeah absolutely yeah and I mean journaling is is great or just writing stuff down yeah remember uh you know just maybe at the end of the day if you can get into the habit of doing that that's really a really good place to start just to kind of identify what was I you know how am I feeling now what what did I feel today um and just to sort of acknowledge that a little bit yeah it's definitely something that I never did before this either before Mm. years ago I I mean, I think I was very disconnected to myself, which probably a lot of people are just going yeah. from one thing to the next, trying to juggle everything, really not acknowledging or, or yeah, not acknowledging my feelings and my emotions. Literally, I was just stuffing them away because I just was moving on to the next thing, just trying to just on like autopilot, really, and kind of a bit of a, a fight or flight mode. I just didn't really even... I was not aware so yeah I mean yeah. I think this will probably I don't I think a lot of people will be able to identify with that because not everybody's has something that wakes them up to start a healing journey yeah but, um, and unfortunately we have had very painful and traumatic kicks up the bum to get onto our healing journey yeah yeah it wasn't easy and it didn't no. happen overnight it's not like you know I, I found out I had breast cancer and then I went uh, this all I suddenly had the answers within a week it's been a process mm. um but a really interesting one and just uh, obviously it's going to continue I'm not I'm still releasing trapped emotions I'm still uncovering different beliefs and it's something that you know like you said it's just kind of ongoing but it's interesting while you're doing it and the more you do the more kind of you realize that these things have been holding you back physically and emotionally and actually that they can be released I would just love for people to not wait for a crisis before they yes um <laughs> yeah before they kind of just take a bit of time to give themselves a bit of just give themselves a bit of time and a bit of self-care really um and yeah that's not self-care put on a face mask it's actually just mm. sitting with how you're feeling um just I'm so glad you brought that up because it's just so important I mean we have an we all have an opportunity to to choose every day every moment what we want how we want to feel and and have the intention to to do anything including releasing including you know deciding what we want or what we want to create etc so just if we don't listen to ourselves I believe anyway if we don't listen to ourselves we don't see the signs that are 
right in front of us, if we're kind of rushing through life, something will potentially happen to to make you stand up and take notice. Yeah, I completely um, agree with that. I mean, before yeah. I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I think I just wasn't seeing the signs. I was feeling very tired all the time. Uh, I, like I say, I had kind of sort of quite bad back pains various things really that I just was completely ignoring because I just didn't understand that connection yeah I, I think the body speaks to us in in ways well it starts off with whispers and then it gets louder and louder and louder mm. until we have to take notice for me when I started doing this work and sharing the biggest thing was that I just felt like I don't want people to wait for something really bad to happen you can kind of you can start somewhere and and yeah you know and just tell them that you are in control of your life and you can you can make small changes to help yourself and just listen to your body and what it's telling you yeah you know, that's so important ignore those pains and those those kind of that anxious feeling because there are things that you can do to help yourself 100 percent. so to all the stressed um moms out there overwhelmed moms do something small every day to self-reflect to acknowledge to go within to even if it's just to take a few conscious breaths isn't that right or or do some feet on the ground in the summer or something to just reconnect your mind body and soul exactly it doesn't have Mm. to be like you know an hour a day not many people feel like they have that time it can just be yeah there's just those few moments where you just reconnect with your breath again or just jot something down maybe just take a bath and just have a think about like a short meditation just there's lots of things that you can just try and incorporate into your day maybe pop a post it on the kettle and just sort of while you're having (laughs) boil the kettle just take a few moments to just slow your breathing down and just reconnect yourself so I just feel like everybody's very disconnected to themselves and don't hear what their what their intuition is telling them they just they're blocking it out with external things really yeah numbing out a little bit yeah Um, yeah and you know often that's kind of a safety strategy too it's kind of like well it's easier I don't want to open this can of worms mm. of trauma for example but Mm. what what I'm guessing and I've experienced from emotion code is that the can of worms gets opened but it does doesn't have it doesn't re-trigger the emotions it just subtly and gently moves them on would that be right yeah that's right it's not like a talk therapy you don't have to you don't have to live anything um so if you had a traumatic childhood we may be releasing you know the trapped emotions that came from that time but you don't have to be going going there again and reliving it and talking about it again we're releasing the energy that's become stuck and when we do that it um it has the positive effect usually um, on your physical emotional health because when we're unblocking the emotions which have become trapped in your body it's then it then allows the energy to flow through your body freely and uh, heal itself so it's not like and um, you know by unblocking these emotions we're gonna say okay so I'm gonna unblock these emotions and heal your back pain but by doing unblocking the emotions we are healing the back pain because it's freeing the energy to move around the body and then mm. it therefore has that knock-on effect amazing and is so tell me how someone might feel afterwards and, and what you talked about before about the integration process during, during the session a small amount of people 
feel the energy. Most people don't, but I have had a few people say, oh, I felt like a tingling or I felt kind of, you know, some kind of sensation in their body while I was doing it. When, sorry to interrupt, but when you did it with me, I yawned every single time you swiped your head. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's another For way. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yawning is a good way to release the energy that's coming up. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, everybody's different. It really is interesting how people respond to it. So, um, yeah, most people don't really notice while they're, I think they're so kind of interesting what's coming up. They're focusing on that really rather than kind of feeling anything in their body so most of the time physically while we're doing the session you won't really notice anything afterwards um as again a small amount of people may have a processing time which is they may have some processing symptoms so they may feel uh for a few days afterwards they may have uh, vivid dreams which i know you did um so they may feel more tired you know it's kind of just like when you have a massage sometimes and it's releasing something you feel more tired afterwards and it's the same kind of thing it's just shifting the energy so you may feel a little bit more tired or a bit more emotional so as uh, you may feel kind of slight echoes of those emotions as they've come up to be released and while the body's processing what it what it has released you just may feel slightly more emotional for a few days afterwards but um but then when that's passed, and, and actually that is a really a small amount of people who do feel those processing symptoms, when that's passed, often people just feel a bit of a kind of less burdened and a lighter feeling. It's quite hard to explain. And, and sometimes it's instant. Like I say, everybody's different. So mm. I've had, um, had somebody who I was just, I was actually releasing emotions from their heart area. And the next day she said, I've had this shoulder pain. She didn't even tell me about shoulder pain, but she said, I've had this shoulder pain for years and I've never been able to shift it. I've had loads of um, session, osteopathic sessions for it and I've woken up today and it's gone. And I wasn't working on, wow. about it. I wasn't working on releasing that shoulder pain, but by releasing the emotions that were in her heart area, it, it moved the energy and shifted that pain. So I found that really, um, yeah, really interesting that that kind of just had wow. effect. And with, with me, um, you talked about the heart wall. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, so the heart wall is, um, is another discovery by Dr. Bradley Nelson, who came up with this uh, emotion code. So trapped emotions can be lodged anywhere in the body. They can go anywhere. So they come from different organs, and different organs have different uh, emotional connections. So, for example, the kidney is connected to fear, and the liver is connected to anger. But they can actually it doesn't necessarily mean that if you're if you have a trapped emotion of anger it's in the liver area it can actually become trapped anywhere so it can just move around the body when they become trapped in the heart wall it's because we have gone through uh we've been feeling particularly vulnerable maybe at the time when we've gone through situations and, and experiences which have been quite heartfelt or you know really kind of overwhelming and our heart has put up a protective wall basically like an energetic wall around it to protect it so that we can get through the situation that we're getting through at the time you know for example it might be like a death of a loved one and it's really overwhelming and, and you're feeling grief and to just kind of get through that and move through that your heart will um the trapped emotion has been put around your heart to protect yourself but then if it stays there, you know, after we've moved through that and then you have all these trapped emotions around your heart, well, if you stay, if it stays there, which isn't necessary, you may feel 
numb to feelings. You may have uh, physical discomfort in your upper body. Um, you may have lower immunity. The other thing is that it can, you know, if you imagine you've got this energetic wall, and so if your heart is trying to, if you're feeling happiness and love, you just might not be able to fully feel and express that because it's got this energetic wall to get through first. Mm. So, and the same way as feeling emotions. So, you know, you might not, you just might not feel very loved or you just might not be able to feel those emotions from other people as strongly as you could if you didn't have a heart wall. Yeah, releasing the heart wall emotions is one of the sessions that I, I like to do um, in the first, second or third session because it's, it's something that's really important. You know, somebody might have a physical ailment in their upper body, which is why I may release the heart wall. But it often causes feelings of anxiousness if you've got a heart wall because it's, it's kind of those really uh, heartfelt emotions that have been put there by the heart to protect yourself at the time which makes sense so that we can get through something but yeah to, for it to stay there it's then going to have a have a negative effect on us so kind of like blocking the ability to give and receive love isn't it yeah it is yeah that is one of the biggest things yeah. so this this is this is really important really like because the heart is the heart is where it's at really like if you put if you boil everything down to kind of it if you were putting things into order of importance in mm. your body like the heart is more powerful than your brain mm. and it connects and sends more signals to the rest of your body than your brain and it's where we feel our love and our joy and everything so yeah that, that's huge yeah it is and it's, there's been some really amazing facts come out about the heart in recent years and um, particularly by um, the heart math institute which i found really interesting um and yeah there's like brain like cells in the heart area which um which think feel um which think and feel independently from the brain. So it is like a wow. another, well, yeah, like you say, it's more powerful. The brain actually sends more signals to the brain with commands than the brain sends to the heart. <laughs> um, so yeah, Amazing. if we can get into our heart space and live from that kind of area, then um, it would be quite different. And it's just, it's going to strengthen your intuition as well, because our, our intuition comes from from our hearts, you know, and yeah. when, when we unblock that area, we just, I I generally feel like when we unjock, when we unblock the heart wall, we just feel more connected to ourselves and to, to other people in a positive mm. way. So how many sessions would somebody need, for example? Again, that varies on kind of what their symptoms are. If they're curious and just want to see what comes up, then, you know, and they may have something physical that, that they want to look at and, and they could have one session and it could make a difference. I just think that the more you do, the more it's going to uncover and reveal. So it could go on and on and on. But obviously, mm -hmm. everybody wants to kind of do it every week or every month or whatever. So um, I, I don't know. I, I do offer sort of packages of three, which I think are a good place to start because we can see what comes up first. We can do the heart wall. Uh, we can kind of have a look at uh, inherited trapped emotions and all that kind of thing. The more you do, the more benefits you're going to see. So... But it is something that people can learn to do themselves. Cool. And how would you recommend they learn it? Uh, there's an emotion code book, which you can read. Yeah. Gladly Nelson, so you can read that. And then you, there's techniques in there to learn how to muscle test. So you can do that yourself. There's the chart in there. So, yeah, that, that, I mean, you can, by all means, this is something that everybody has the ability to do. Um, 
I think sometimes it's harder to do on yourself. You know yourself, so maybe sometimes you're second guessing what's coming up a little bit. You know, that kind of thing. But yeah, it is something that we practice. Everybody could learn to do. And if there's one thing, um, one piece of advice that you would give to people right now? I think just try and carve out, like we said before, a little bit of time in, in your day just to just to give yourself a little bit of time and to reconnect to yourself again. So just slow your breath down and just see how you feel, what are you sitting with at the moment. Breath work is just, you know, I'm not just talking like a, an hour worth of the, a particular breath work class, but just connecting to your breath is just so powerful. It is so overwhelming at the moment. So it's just trying to put yourself first at, at times, mm. you know, and just get to bed uh, on a, a good time. Make sure you have good sleep if you can and try and eat well and not drink too much if possible so that you're not, um, it's, it's hard because I think like you say, it's an easy way to numb things out at the moment, Yeah, you know, with, with external things. Um, just giving yourself a little bit of self-care or breath and write some stuff down and move your body get outside in nature they are all um mm. the, what I do in my day I really try and get outside every day and just do a little bit of breath work and that's just yeah that's a good place to start amazing thank you Kelly and where can people find you so how could they book a session with you yeah I'm on Instagram at this is Kelly day um and my website my bookings page is called bloom healing which is bloom-healing.com i'm on facebook as well as um, bloom healing kelly brilliant i'll put all those in the notes for people as well awesome that was so interesting thank you so much for your time today you're welcome it was a pleasure sarah thank you very much thanks thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed that episode if you did please follow and share this podcast And before I go, I wanted to tell you about my new Tapping Into Motherhood membership and community. I've created a beautiful space that gives you access to a library of tools that will help you release, heal, ground, love and connect with yourself in your own time and at your own pace. From pre-recorded tapping videos to healing audio meditations to ancestral trauma workshops and downloadable resources, covering pre and postnatal topics your mind body and soul are totally covered and you will find the right tools to support you on your motherhood journey plus you can access a community area where you can share your journey ask questions and get support and i'll be offering support too with live tapping circles q a sessions and more the aim of this is to help you let go of the past heal your physical and emotional wounds love yourself more, feel so worthy, and to live a more joyful life. To find out more, visit tappingformums.com forward slash membership and really hope to see some of you there.